this week on the Roommates Podcast. How can we um, help support other men? One thing we have to start doing, and women got to do this too, we got to start holding each other accountable. Yeah. Because half the reason that we go down, we all have a friend, somebody close to us or a family member, and we see our friend going down the wrong road. And it could be numerous amount of things, but especially with women, we don't ever say nothing. Mm-hmm. If, like, I, you know, I'm going to let him live his life. That's cool, but wrong is wrong, and right is right, and wrong is wrong. Correct. Period. Yo, what's good, America? It's your boy, Hafiz. Chris is on the show, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And welcome. Mm-hmm. Welcome, guys. All our new listeners, old listeners, what's good? And welcome to another episode of the Roommates Podcast. We're here. A late night conversation taking you behind the scenes of becoming. Mm-hmm. I've been messing that up the past couple of weeks. I mean, it's, it happens. They know what they're going to Featuring all the interesting people, perspectives, and conversations you experience on the way. Yep. Also, also. known as the best hour of your week where you are Entertain like a stand-up. Yep. Educate like a TED Talk. Yeah. And enlighten like a sermon. Ooh. <laughs> What's up? What's good, bro? Ah, you know. Ah, yeah, I got checked. You got checked? Yeah, I got, uh, I went to the doctor again. Oh, for real? <laughs> what do you say? Everything's good. Oh, for real? That's good. Like, well, I think. <laughs> what do you mean that's good? Oh, you no, got, you got wait for your blood good. results? Huh? I wait for your blood results. Yeah, I'm waiting for that, all that stuff. You know, diabetes, blood pressure, <laughs> all that, all that stuff. stuff. I feel fine. That's good. Did they, did they do the testicle check? No, I didn't have to. You had to. I had to cough. Okay. No, 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 no testicle check. Not, not this year. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to do that every year? Just play it, bro. <laughs> you got t- are you talking about like STD check or are you talking about like where they like yeah don't they have to like test your balls and all that stuff doctors for your physical fam I think I did, they did that in high school but I don't know if they do that every year they do the doctor test your balls every year <laughs> no <laughs> but last time I went I was trying to get mentally prepared for it and I was very very nervous and I was so glad he didn't but at the same time I was a bit nervous because if something was wrong he wouldn't be able to check and tell. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Your ball, your doctor like touching your balls. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't have a doctor. I don't I'm live here. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I thought everyone's doctor checked their testicles. Ah, no, I just part of the your physical. doctor touch your balls every year. <laughs> no, <laughs> look at this narrative, man. I've been to the same doctor in the past five years. I'm just saying, when I was younger, I used to they hate used that to part. They used to touch your balls when you was younger? Bro, you know the doctor <laughs> gave you physicals that way as well. Bro, no, like one time. I, I remember one time in high school they did that. They had to check it and make sure there's no one like lumps. Or, oh, wow. That happened to me once. You uh, had that every year? I hated it with a passion. Every year? Yeah. No wonder you're so sad. <laughs> nah, get out of here, bro. Get out of here. Oh, get man. Get out of part of the physical. No. <laughs> no. Women have to say this. why women hate going to the doctor because they got to open their legs and all that stuff. I never heard that story. Ask, ask any girl. That's why, like you said, I always find a female gynecologist I don't because think, I don't think it's every uncomfortable. Man, I don't get think they get their balls touched every year. It's not, not getting your doctor. balls touched. Stop saying it like that. Hey. <laughs> you're getting an examination. <laughs> Did you get a colon check? No, I'm 24. <laughs> no. Never too early. Nah. We're, not, we're not your doctor. <laughs> oh man, colon check. Don't uh, don't don't swing this around. <laughs> oh man, doctor's kind of ballsy. <laughs> That's wow. Weird. Wow. Yeah, oh, it's part. Of, it's part of life, man. It's part no, of life. No, it's not part of life. 
You don't have to get your balls touched every year. You know you can say no, right? Well, I'm just saying you can say no. Say yeah, no. You can say no, but if it's part of the whole physical experience to make sure your whole body's working. I think it's a part of his fantasy. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Don't even say that, dude. <laughs> don't say that stuff, bro. Come on, man. Get that out of here. Get that out of, get that out of here, bro. Get that out of here, bro. You're disgusting. You should have told your doctor that. <laughs> <laughs> My parents were in the room, bro. You're not, you're, you're, you're young. No, this guy's a freak freak. No, the part, in the room. bro, you just need to get the right doctor. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. <sighs> What's up? All right. So I haven't formulated all my thoughts. I had them kind of intact earlier. Okay, I have no idea what you're about to say. I know, that's what's okay. always best when you don't have any ideas so I can just see you shoot off the cuff. Off the cuff. I had them um, in my brain earlier, but then I took a nap and I lost most of what I was going to say. Okay. And I wanted to get your opinion. I want to have a real conversation mm-hmm. in regards to some ideas I was thinking about. Okay. I'm ready. In 2018, which is this year. Correct. I feel as though, I can speak mainly for myself. I think you did it as well. And I'm curious to hear in your perspective, but I can only speak for myself. I feel like we, or I tried really hard to bring not only women onto this show, but also to help younger women who are doing work or trying to do dope stuff in and around the city. Okay. And I feel as though even after trying really hard to help, there was a bit of a blockade in which we would reach out, I keep on saying we, I would reach out with the olive branch of peace to help and like genuinely try to build up what other people are doing. For example. So, so for example, this kind of was triggered when you send me your girl's text message, a tweet, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so... There was a a young lady, we brought her on the show, and she came on the show, and I was like, man, like, you know, I was like, man, I think, like, this girl, very similar culture, you know, I like her energy, I liked her ideas, I like what she was doing, I I, kind of saw she's doing, like, the girl version of what we're trying to do, and I I was really excited about that, Mm -hmm. and I really wanted to, as best as I can, just give Mm -hmm. and help out. Mm-hmm. And so, constantly reaching out, constantly trying to help, constantly like trying to create opportunities for this person, but it was difficult, extremely difficult. Like mm-hmm. this person wouldn't respond. This person, you know, would say, "Oh, I'm busy," and it kind of climaxed. Like I was telling you, what happened when we were on that vacation trip in that month in March. Mm-hmm. when I saw the person we had a conversation about it and I was like you know I just want to make things clear because I've, I've always told this person this I've always said I'm not trying to get at you 
at all. Like I'm just like I'm genuinely trying to help you and to see you win and to do a better job this year of helping because black women black women always say black guys don't help us out, right? Mm-hmm. And to really help out. And the person was like, oh yeah, I understand. It was a misunderstanding, this, that, and the third. And then something happened the very next day in which this person just like lied to me. Like literally like it's abundantly clear lied. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was really perplexed by that situation because I like, man, I know I, and I know you were really trying to genuinely help this individual. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, this other girls, like what the girl from Utah, when that happened, the one that was literally the one that was supposed to help with the podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So it was just like a lot of people tried really hard to help. And like, it seemed that even when you're trying to help, they're not receptive or you get treated a certain way. And I didn't want to take the easy way out and just blame all these people, right? And just say, oh, they're they're all this, they're all that, they're all this. But I was really trying to be introspective and say, man, what, what was it that I'm doing that could be causing this? Or do you feel like there's a cultural thing that's disconnected in which led to these situations? Uh, I don't think... From both situations, I don't think you were the, you were the cause of it. Um, I do think that people. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Um, if they thought that you can bring value to their life. Or their business, their Instagram page, YouTube channel, yada, 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 then they would have got your help. Mm-hmm. Um, if people wanted to hang out with you, wanted to talk to you, wanted to sit down with you, they would figure out some, they would figure out ways not to ignore you and not to um, abandon you or whatever. Yeah. So my thing is, it's either they are lazy, mm-hmm. rude individuals, just as in their character, yeah, or they just don't want your help, yeah. And usually, when people are saying no, they say no in the wrong way, mm-hmm. and and they don't want to face that uh, that that conversation of saying like, "Hey, you know, I know I've been saying this." I know I've been preaching this, but I actually don't want your help or I feel like you, you don't bring anything to me. So I'm I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. Especially when these people are younger, mm-hmm. they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. It's easier, it's more comfortable to just ignore you and uh, and hopefully you get the message on your own. Um, so that's why I feel like what it, what it, what it it comes down to point point blank period um 
they just don't see the value and they don't want the help. Um, that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's something else to talk about. So in your personal life in this year, do you, being out of college, do you experience difficulties when you're trying to like engage with women from like not from like a shooting standpoint do you do have you noticed difficulty when you're trying to engage with newer women you talking about in a shooting standpoint no 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 non shooting yeah um yeah i mean i think i experienced uh that engagement uh in women and both in men especially i mean doing what i do yeah. so if i if i want to offer financial planning People say yes all the time because it sounds good. Mm -hmm. But when I take steps to actually, you know, get things started, yeah, um, people go ghost. Yeah, um, people have, like people literally be dead. Like, yeah. oh, what happened to this person? You yeah, know? Um, it was all excited. You know, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I can't wait to do that. And then you start making steps. It's like, oh, this person is gone now. Yeah. Um, so I think I experience that all the time, men and women. Yeah. Um, and that's me generally trying to help and. I'm, in a business profession, not trying to shoot at no girl, yeah, um, at all. And most of, I mean, I would say most of my clients are women. Okay. So it's just like um, happens to me all the time. Mm. Um, just even with friends and family, it happens to me all the time. Um, so have I experienced difficulty? Yes, and I think the um, the hard part of me going through that was really last year in twenty. Well, actually, really, I would say twenty seventeen was really hard um, dealing with. Being ignored, especially me, I, I I really never experienced being ignored like on a mass scale, um, saying no, like people lying to my face, um, you know, consistently over and over and over again, you know, people, you know, thinking I'm I'm annoying and and, and bothering people, and I'm a certain kind of way. Like I got called all kinds of things um, in 2017 doing what I do. So I think now it's kind of like. Where I'm at now, my skin is tougher. I don't take things as personal um, because it's kind of like I have to look at it where it's like they're not denying Chris as a person. They're just de denying the service that I'm providing, and it's not. And I have to look at it where it's like I know this part. This person is not a bad person. They just don't know how to tell me, as in Chris, no, because they don't want to hurt my feelings or they don't want to seem like um, they're a liar or seem as a bad person. So they'd rather just take the easy way out, you know. And I sometimes, now I put it on front streets like, hey, if it's not a good time, it's not a good time. If you don't want my help, I'm not going to cry about it, you know, uh, kind of thing. So, so yeah, I do experience it, but now dealing with it, like nothing surprised me anymore. So would you say that What I experienced the first half of the year, would you say that's a woman thing or would you say that's just a people thing? I think it's a people thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's a people's thing. Mm. I think it's a people thing. Mm -hmm. Because you wasn't you wasn't flirting, you weren't, you know, taking engagement steps to really like, you know, shoot your shot. You like, you just wasn't like. I mean, I can assume that she's probably like, you know, oh, this guy's being 
you know, un- like men being unusually nice like that, yeah. it is a tactic to get to women. Like we know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see her like saying like, you know, you know, what is this in game? And, you know, this is not the way I want to, you know, pursue this relationship, et cetera, et cetera. So I can see that. But, I mean, if you are not showing any signs and you're saying I'm not shooting, um, it's kind of like of a people thing. I don't think it's a it's a woman thing. Um, unless, But I do think in this in this entertainment in, in industry, um, I can see how they want to be careful if they're like, a actress, a model, a blogger, a writer. Um, in this industry, women do get taken advantage of all the time. So I can see how, you know, that person or women in general will have their their uh their defense up. Um, but I do think it's a people's thing as well. So a little yeah. bit of both. Yeah, to your point, that's what I wondered, you know, because I mean Time constraints. I won't. I won't get into the full fullness of what I was thinking about. But that's what I wondered because I wondered if the impression was, oh, these people like this person is ridiculously kind and nice. Is showing they're trying to get at me, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's why I wonder why if it was a woman thing because if it was a guy thing, like for example, like Dre. Yeah, I did the same thing, and Dre was super receptive, and Dre was over, and he got movie credits and he got to learn you know so yeah, there's yeah, yeah. so so there's no, like i can be super kind to him mm-hmm. and he understand oh he's just this dude's really just trying to help me out but if i'm super kind to her yeah if you had a girlfriend maybe a different story <laughs> yeah no it'd probably be even like whoa what's mm, i don't know i yeah. don't know it's it's uh yeah. i can see where you're coming from um because you were the same way with dre to this person and like i said i mean i think People believe what they want to believe. Yeah. So it's it's. I don't think it's necessarily just a woman thing because I feel like we have. I don't know. Like I said, I I have offered my help to men as well, yeah. and you know they do the same thing, react the same way to women. So I think okay. it is a people thing. Okay. Um, and I do think. I don't know, man. Like it could be both. It could mm-hmm. be both. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think you should. Uh. Uh, I mean, I can't say don't beat yourself up because I know I did when I was in in the same position. So um, it's something where you just you know your attention, your intentions, um, and you know you were doing you had the everything, doing everything right, and you know people believe that's the hardest part. It's like you know you was doing right, but people believe in a lie, and you're trying to convince them over that lie, but they're not believing it. So you're just like, man, this is bull crap. It's not what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, that's like, you know, your girl thinking you cheating. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a cheater. You did X, Y, and Z, yada, yeah. yada. You know you didn't cheat. Yeah. And you have to sit there with the damn, like, yeah. I can't convince them that I'm not a cheater, yeah. you know? So it's kind of like, I'm just sitting here just like, hopefully it kind of resolve itself, but- yeah. Probably up. <laughs> yeah, so I, I get it. And that and that to me was just for especially for the people who are like, why don't you guys have girls on the show? Why don't you guys do more stuff for the women? And I'm I'm like, we're trying. <laughs> we're genuinely trying. Like all honestly, like we're genuinely trying. But the reception, the engagement, like the like like really trying to build these certain connections and relationships 
this year has been extremely challenged, I know, for myself. Yeah, yeah. And I've been yeah. trying really hard. Yeah. And so I just wanted to, like, have that conversation because I could only imagine. I hear a lot of black women saying, like, oh, or just women in general say men don't support. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the general statement, first and foremost. And I wonder how many other people ha may have experienced what I've experienced. Yeah. And in their attempt to support, you know, people took that as some type of sexual, you know what I mean, move. Yeah. And I think also, yeah. I think, um, I think it's hard for women to just to trust men in general if yeah. they've been hurt in relationships, personal relationships. So it's just like, if they still have a, a negative view or disdain or some kind of hurt in the past towards men in a relationship, they're not going to be trying to talk to no men on a business level. Um, and um, I can see how, you know, taking that, that uh, approach and eventually women can turn around and say, oh, men are not supporting us. Yeah. Um, probably because you're not letting us. Yeah. You know, something like that. Um, so, I mean, whoo. Yeah. I can see that. I yeah. can see that. I can see that. I can see, you know, women being hurt in relationships because men do X, Y, and Z and they, and that changed their whole view of men in general. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you know they're always gonna have that defense up there. Spidey senses. <laughs> what what is he up to? Kind of yeah, thing. that's good. I think the the moral of the story for this situation is first for all people. I will say when somebody is going out of their way to try to help you to receive it. Mm -hmm. or if you don't want it just, just say it <laughs> just say you don't want it yeah you know and I will also challenge all people that don't judge somebody's intentions without having a conversation first and foremost about it and also to what you shared not beating yourself up based upon people's responses to your kindness because I, I could just I could only imagine that if you don't address the situation, you like bitterness towards yeah. a certain gender can can definitely grow. And I don't I don't want that to happen for me or any of our listeners. Yeah, I mean, especially if you if you're doing any kind of business, anything like that where you you have to talk to people or approach people and set up meetings or meet with clients and things, et cetera, et cetera, like you're going to deal with, you know, being ignored, people saying, uh, yeah, I'll do this and then go ghost. I mean you're going to go through exactly what we've been going through. Um, so I think it's one of the things you can't take it personal. Uh, at least for like, I know that from like my sake, it's like, man, that's on them. Like, I know what I can do. I know I can provide all the change I can do in their life for their future. And they're saying no to that, not, you know, Christopher Jordan Beagle. Yeah. So um, that's kind of approach I'll take it and and be, be prepared because I wasn't prepared. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, ready um for that i'm thinking like everything i ask for uh with people i usually get yes and all of a sudden it's like oh heck no mm. you know so be prepared all right good advice so we're gonna go ahead and take a quick commercial break oh yes with roommates we'll be back maybe Okay, okay, we are back, we are back, we are back. Guys. Yes. Woo! We got yeah. a treat. We got a treat this week. We got a treat this week. 
Chris, go ahead and introduce man our one reoccurring roommate and also our newest roommate. Yes. Ah, how can I do this? These two guys, I would say, was one of the top three reasons why I joined said business fraternity after I get after meeting them. Uh, I feel like these guys have been some men that I have looked up to when I was in college that I wanted to be like, you know, smart guys, focused guys, responsible guys, intelligent guys, but know how to have fun and have a good time. They do know how to have a good time. <laughs> Chris is the ultimate booster, bro. What? He really is. He's the ultimate hype man, bro. Chill out, chill out, chill out. Um, but I'm extremely excited to get... Um, what man? Is it, is it four of y'all, five of y'all? Because I know we got the same. Question. It's four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. Do we, so we do we count the guy in Florida? Do we count him. I mean, it's kind of hard. He's short. He is very <laughs> short. So that's why that's it's, the half. If I, it I was mean, a show, it'd be four and a half men. Well, I'm glad to have two out of four and a half people uh, on on a uh, from the Good Guys Bad Habits podcast. Shout it out one more time. Good Guys Bad Habits podcast. Even though their, social, their social media kind of kind of yeah. it. <laughs> we're working on it. Don't worry about we're it. We're working, on, we're working it's, on it. It's a work in progress. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I am blessed to introduce Ray and Sam onto our podcast. Um, two guys that's really spoken to my life and it's been really good for me and also, you know, going on the journey of this podcast world together. Um, so let's give it up for Ray and Sam. Woo! Yeah, man, glad to be here. Appreciate y'all having us on, man. Very happy, man. Very happy, man. Proud it's of you guys. Step. It is a big step. <laughs> hey, no, hey, hey, okay. Yeah, it is. No, it is. I'm really happy uh, for you guys. Proud of you guys of what y'all been doing and uh, hearing about the new things that y'all going, new endeavors that y'all getting into. Very proud, man. Thank you. Thank you. We try, man. Really appreciate it. I don't really yeah, do y'all popping no. for real, man. The short film was live. Yeah, it was. Oh, and it was really it, good. Really good. It? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that, man. Oh, yeah. That was tough, man. That was a tough day. <laughs> Gosh. That so, was a tough weekend. Yeah. It was. 18 hours was. for 13 minutes. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. 18 hours That's for 13 wild. minutes. Mm-hmm. What a yeah. weekend. Sorry. Yeah. Go, yeah. Let's go. So for the people who have not checked out your podcast, guys, please right now pause this podcast right now. Go to iTunes. Mm. Or mm-hmm. go to SoundCloud, mm-hmm. wherever you listen to your podcast, and type in Good Guys, Bad Habits. One more time, that is Good Guys, Bad Habits, and click that subscribe button. And you are welcome, and you can thank us later. So do that right now. Pause it. Fan. We have one fan that really love y'all. For new, ep- yeah, new episode every week, every week on Wednesday. So when you hit that, you're, you're yeah. in the right place. Yeah. New episode every Wednesday. Yeah. So for the people who are going to be introduced to you who are going to subscribe who are going to tune in what do they expect what should they expect from Good Guys Bad Habits but before that why did you pick the name Good Guys Bad Habits mm. well the name Good Guys Bad Habits um, it kind of perfectly explains us well the four and a half of us it kind of <laughs> explains us perfectly um, and it was it was catchy it was creative we all liked it yeah. um, the podcast is kind of bigger than that though the mm-hmm. it, the podcast itself it's grown it's it's grown a lot um we we feel like the name might put us in the box at the time but we've we've kind of broken out of that gotcha. um what the podcast is turning into and what it's become is more so we're talking about good guys and we're talking about the bad habits we had some of the bad decisions we made in the past and you can take that from a broad realm but mm-hmm. how we you know how we live through that and how we're actually better people at this particular point so yeah. it, 
if you ever listen to topics, are very broad. You yeah. know, one week might talk about finances, we might talk about religion, mm-hmm. something social, something sports. Like we're all over the place, but we do that on purpose. So, uh, man, just you know, our tagline is is laugh, learn, listen. Like yeah. that's that's kind of the direction we're going in. So we want to give you something that can make your week good, but we also want to give you something that you can learn from. You know, yeah, you can take away from. Yeah, that's so for sure. I couldn't have said it better myself. This man is a, is a wonderful speaker. <laughs> that was dope. That that, was bro, t- you talk about I'm boosted. <laughs> right. No, like, yeah, the yeah, way yeah. you said it, that this man's a wonderful speaker. <laughs> yeah. The waves. That's boosted. dope. Hold on, man. <laughs> Ray, no point bro. on camera. Ray, the people miss you, man. <laughs> Ray, no point the, the people have missed you, man. Hey, man. I appreciate Nobody so missed you. So what? Hey, hey, don't lie. Chris is the don't hater, lie. bro. Don't be, don't be a hater, hater. I'm gonna come here to That's hate. That's fine. Hate, hate, hate. So, Ray, what can people expect to get from you from your own podcast? Um, to be honest with you, just the experience. We like to let people know that you aren't alone in a lot of the experiences that you you mm-hmm. deal with on day to day to day basis. So, um, a lot of us we come from four different walks of life, and uh, we have four different perspectives on on uh, many of topics. So, um. Especially with me, I know I've dealt with a whole lot. Sam has dealt with a whole lot, and we can give you how we help handle the situation in most situations, or how we think about a situation, and then maybe give you an idea how to, you know, take care of your situation, just in case you've been down that road. So. That's what's up, and I think. And how, um, how have you all start since starting the podcast? How how has the podcast itself, like the conversations, the topics, the things y'all talk about, helped you all in your personal lives? Uh, for me, one to help people more. Like mm-hmm. a lot of time, you have a gift or you have something to offer, but sometimes you're hesitant about, you know, spreading that. You know, you don't want to force things on people. But for me, I've just been more openly like, okay, I'm I'm gonna lend my help in this direction. Or I'm gonna share this good advice, and whether you use it or not is up to you. Or whether or not, you know, I'm trying to pass good energy, and that's what I hope the podcast does. So mm-hmm. it, since this year started, that's been my goal, and that's how the podcast has kind of helped me put it out on a broad spectrum every week. But not even in my personal life, more often like checking in on family, checking in on friends, like mm-hmm. just, you know, sending out good energy and not necessarily expecting it back in yeah. my direction, but hoping they share that good energy with somebody else. I won't lie to you, man. It's been therapeutic for me. I just yeah. like being able to hang out with my bros and be able to just talk freely, even if we can't say everything that we want to say on the well, on the like mic. Kanye freely? Not that free. <laughs> not that free. Like I still but, want my job free. Yeah, I still yeah, want yeah, my yeah, job yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, before and after the session We can talk freely And just You know Just get it all out in the air So it's been really Therapeutic for me man And getting me out the house And doing more than just working All the time Which all I do is work Man trust me I, I, I know Hafiz and I Experience the same thing Y'all are going through um, I mean we We use the podcast You know As therapy as well mm. To really just hang out With the with the, with the guys But also It's a platform To create change In this world yeah. And um, And it's like how can I can I can literally get the best of both worlds. I can feel better after I do it, and also I can help somebody else feel better. Right, so right, right. It's it's the perfect combination. And also I like, encourage everybody to start a podcast. And I want to ask you, I've seen a lot where we've bridged the gap between men and women a little bit. Some women get to asking us questions about the way that we think, and yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. it gives them an opportunity just to peek inside of the men uh, a male's mind perspective. Of course, so of yeah, something that everybody can tap into: men, women, children, everybody. Mm. So what's the um, Worst habit good guys develop over the years? Oh, uh, I always get dogged out over this one with leading women on. Mm. Whether no, you, no, not leading women on. He sells dreams like wolf tickets. Mm. Wolf tickets? What's wolf tickets? Lies. <laughs> Don't be lies. <laughs> Look, sometimes you, you get into a situation and 
you have you have the greatest intentions in mind, but sometimes you start moving a little bit faster at the beginning. You know, everything is new and everything is fresh. And then you kind of fall back into a comfortable medium. And then that's when like, you know, with you, a lot of things that you maybe promoted at first, you've kind of decided not to fall, you know, follow through all the way with it. So um, I don't know, just making sure clarity, I guess, clarity with women, you know, and yeah. So leading women on, you can say selling dreams, whatever selling you want. Dreams, My bro. cousin always like, you, you need to stop selling dreams, bro. And I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> like, I meant everything nothing. I said two weeks ago. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, mine, uh, a past one that I had was just finding something wrong with every woman that I talked to. Ooh, I was just out nitpicking. If it was something wrong, I was out. I did yeah. not want to be in a relationship. My mm. commitment level was at an all time low. Gotcha. So I would find something wrong and I'd dip. That was, my, that was my biggest bad habit that I had to kick. I had Wilders. to kick that one. Yeah, I didn't watch it like in person. Cause He's out watching. We, we, for those yeah. of you who don't know, me and Ray were roommates. I've known Ray since sixth grade. We were roommates in yeah. college. Oh so wow, like, that's we, crazy. We, we, but we, we've grown up together pretty much. Yeah, like pretty I, much, yeah. I can say this is like without blood being involved, this is my brother. Mm-hmm. So like, but I've seen them do it a lot. And I used to be like, <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you gonna let her go? She fine. And he was like, bro, I just can't do you know A, B, and C. I like whatever. What's your problem? She snore. She snore. She snore too loud. She snore like a man. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. She snore like a man. Maybe she got sinus issues. That's you what know? I'm saying. And no. you know what's bad? I have sinus issues, so I should understand, but nah. <laughs> That's crazy. So it's like I mean, I'm Kodak line. Don't you lie to me, but I can lie to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> makes no sense, man. Little Kodak. Come Shout on, little Kodak. <laughs> Whatever precinct he's right at now, right yeah. now. <laughs> That's insane, right? Chris, what about you? What do you think is a uh, worst habit good guys pick up? Um, yeah, definitely sexual desires for me. Um, you gonna take it there? I mean, that's I mean that's the worst sexual to me. Sexual seduction. I mean, uh, most. <laughs> hey, that's my jam. No, that's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, no, last, the last hit by Snoop Dogg <laughs> in two thousand six. This song went hard though. It did go hard. Fam, I was like. Four when I played. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, mainly with I feel like how guys move, especially when you get to that high school age, just mainly just to get the girls. Yeah, you know, get that acceptance from girls. How many girls you can get? Um, who's on your hit list? You know, mm-hmm. who wants you? Rack them up. Who got the bad? Yeah, who got the bad? Who got not, the baddest one? Yeah, yeah. not mm-hmm. on your belt. The little black book. I feel like I mean that's that's how guys move. Yeah, I feel like that's probably number one motivation from for men. To, like, if it's in college, it's college to make money to get the girls. Yeah. Like, that's to me. That's how like it's so easy for good guys. Once you in, enter Pandora's box, yeah. Once you get that first <laughs> that right. first uh, smell of attention from females, ooh, ooh. I thought yeah. you can describe a different smell. I was I didn't know where you was going. I said you out here sniffing. You gotta sniff, man. That Ray going what? up the girls sniffing like dogs. Y'all wild, man. Y'all, y'all wild for real. But like, Ray, man, can you get out that girl armpit, bro? You smell good. She got that kind of old dove, dove lotion something on there. Bro, you been studying, huh? Hey, bro, some of them be smelling good. Oh, <laughs> man. They dove, they get, they don't get too big because that fourth grader gonna come back and be like, Ray, sniff my booty hole. <laughs> oh, wow. Her too, huh? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and and what, what I really enjoy about you, guys, show, oh my gosh, Chris, yeah, we got bro. we got to we got to 
try to sidestep that and comment you made. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> God. I cannot have that. You should be sniffing around. Bro, stop kicking the machine. Man, what machine? <laughs> My bad. But no, what I like about you guys' show is this idea that there's good guys who at times have bad habits. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, I, Chris talked about it before, a lot of women will take a good guy and he does one bad thing wrong and throw him in the bad guy yeah, box. Cool. Man, yeah. I'm telling you, bro, that's that is real life. You if you make any mistake or anything outside of good, you are automatically a F boy. Yeah, thrown in that pool. You go you throw in that pool. You you have to be perfect in, in today's today's society to remain a good guy status. Or you're in a relationship. If you're faithful in your relationship, you're automatically a good guy. Yeah. That happens all too often. That I mean that's it. Yeah, you you make that mistake and it's like it's hard to bounce back from it. You get crucified for the mistake. You don't get crucified. And honestly, a lot of times, when the good, I guess it's because with being a good guy, the expectation becomes so high. It's like you give them so much up front that you might do something that is very, very basic from a mistake standpoint. But it's like since their expectations have been up here and you've been good so far, you do one thing and it just drops. You just tell like that's the worst thing in the world. Like you're the worst guy in the world. Um, yeah, that's so, what, like to me, like that whole. Like insecure Lawrence thing, like he was a good guy, made yeah. a mistake, and automatically he was just like, he was, yeah, he was considered bad. I mean, you gotta look at from their side of view too. Their point mm-hmm. of view is you've given them this consistency of being a good guy, and you kind of just baby them. Yeah, yeah. Why now? And all of a sudden, that one thing that you do is, is is almost devastating because they haven't seen that 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 person in you before. So, yeah. I mean, you gotta look at their point of view too. I think it's kind of like they need to see your point of view. Nobody's perfect. They see you as not being. Uh, human at that point when they see all that good in you and then when you do something imperfect then it kind of just drowns out everything yeah yeah i mean i think i mean i think i hear that i can understand that i just like i don't want men to really just like be afraid like if they make mistakes that they're going to be considered bad because they made one mistake right you know like some men can't handle that some men can't handle that Mm -hmm. i think it's just it's not fair to have that pressure on themselves. Like, man, I had, I literally had to be perfect or I'm going to be deemed a, a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's one thing I'm afraid of. But like I said, I understand, like, if you show consistency and you show that you are good and I can see how a woman like, all right, and, you know, I'm expecting this. Yeah. And you let them down. I can see how they can be hurt and react to it. Um, but at the same time, it's like... It's you got to understand. You got to like, understand. I'm still human, too. You human, I'm human. Yeah, I mean, because I like good guys who have bad habits are. I mean, it's it's a rare breed, you know. Yeah. But it's like we we are we know that we're good guys who are striving to do better. Um, but we when we make a mistake, we don't we. I feel like us in this room, we demonize ourselves enough. Yeah, like we know we made a mistake. We really go hard on ourselves and how to, how we can improve ourselves. We don't need. Right. A woman, we don't need social media, we don't need family. Like, right. you need to get your stuff. Like, we don't right. need that. Like, right. we already. Okay, I get it. Yeah, we get it, it bro. Right, like, thanks. we smart. Like, all right, I, I know I missed okay. up. Okay. Okay. All right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, that that's that's a good point because I feel like what ends up happening is a lot of guys then take that bad guy mentality. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Like, they take on that persona. They take right, on that persona. They, they yeah. wear that identity. Okay. Like, it's it's. It can only be so many times that you hear men ain't shit mm-hmm. before you become to embody that and say, okay, well, it is well, what it is. Sure. Yeah. So, like, how do you guys fight against that? Like, obviously, you know, with bad habits comes people saying that you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you guys fight against, like, taking on that stigma and taking on that identity that you know is really not you, but other people might try to put it on you? I think 
forward wise. Like one because I know better. When I make a mistake, most of the time we know we're making a mistake mm-hmm. before we make it. Um, and it's just, like I say, it's just us being human. It happens. You know, apologize, get over it, move forward. And if that person can't move forward, then you got to move on. But mm-hmm. I know better. Like I grew up in the house, like un- with my mom, with my dad, and with my sisters. So I'm very fortunate. So I know that the effects of doing right and wrong, and how it affects people in- around in their circle. But I think more so even forward to my kids, like. Mm-hmm. What legacy am I leaving and what example am I leaving? Like if, you know, I want to be able to say one day that I want my daughter to marry a man like me. Yeah. And so if I am not living that lifestyle, if I'm not practicing those habits right now, then when somebody comes along and does her wrong when she's 16 or 26, can I really be mad? Because yeah. I didn't set the stage for those who are younger. Like, you never know who you touch through somebody else. Like, I may have a relationship right now with some guy complete. I may meet in the store. That may that guy's son may end up dating my daughter. So what impact did I leave on him? So yeah. I'm really just forward thinking. Like, let me set the foundation right now by my actions and by the way I live for my family and even, you know, my kids then and even the younger cousins I have around me now. I have to, I need to be that male example. Yeah. That's me. <clears throat> And I have a goal, man. I want to get married with a wife and kids. Sam touched touched on it. What kind of example am I going to leave for my wife and kids? So that that that's what keeps me um, spearheaded and trying to be a good, the best person that I can be. Because I know in order to get where I want to go, that's career wise, um, the type of family that I want to have in the future, and the way that I want to raise my kids, and how I want to keep my household, I have to be uh, a good guy in order to attain that. Because that karma and, and, and that bad energy that you get from being the F boy, mm-hmm. it weighs on you regardless yeah. of, of whatever you do. It's going to weigh on you and it'll hold you back. I felt it personally. So yeah, yeah. that's what keeps me from, you know, taking on that stigma as a, as a, as a F boy. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. And, and one of the things that I've noticed is that like in the, Nice for what era? <laughs> oh, <laughs> as we call it. In a nice for what era, I feel as though a lot of men will at times get so overwhelmed with the relationship or the dating climate that they just straight up go with full F boy. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they will say life is life is better on that side than it is doing good. Have you guys ever found that like when you're trying to do good, it's actually more difficult and less in life less enjoyable than when you're trying to do bad? <laughs> raise eyes. I'm gonna let Ray go first because you feel some type of way. Look, brother, I'm look, man. I can tell you when I was in college, I might have got into like one or two arguments with a girl, and that's when I was in, in peak f boy mode, and I was mm-hmm. like not giving a care about their feelings. I was talking to whoever I wanted to, wasn't committing to nobody, and if they did want to commit me, I peaced out on them real quick. Life was going very, very smooth. <laughs> that's how it usually goes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I didn't. Not too much bad happened, but when I start. Trying to be a good guy, it's like that's when you have to be patient and you have to be understanding and you have to almost take everything on your shoulders in order to make a relationship work sometimes. And it's tough mm-hmm. because you deny yourself a lot of a lot of the fun things that you get out of being the F boy. You deny yourself a lot of the freedoms of being able to do whatever you want to when you're in a relationship and trying to be good. It's just it it is the the denial of the 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 good stuff is what makes it tough. So yeah, are y'all looking at me to say something? Okay, <laughs> I mean you, you, you screwed up on the mic. <laughs> oh, I did. I did. <laughs> Ooh, like, yeah. I was about to say something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think for for me, um, 
I had an era where I felt like I was the F boy, but not to like my maximum powers. <laughs> you could have like, used, used, used my more. final Power. form. I ain't used my final form. <laughs> you know, I could have really, I, you know, I ain't gonna go down yeah. that way. But um, I felt like, like it was, it was good when it was good. It was like, it was enjoyable at the time where I know I didn't want something and I felt like everybody was on the same accord. Yeah. Um, when stuff got rocky, it's like it got real, real lonely, got real, real bad. And like when people like I mean, like like one thing I hate doing is hurting people and, and leading yes. somebody on. Yes. When I hurt somebody and I lead somebody on, that my, is that is killing me, bro. Kill me. Yeah. Kill me. You know, that, I take on the identity, whatever they tell me, that's why I am. I'm just like, dang. So I realized um, that it's just not my character yeah. to be that type of guy. You're right. It's just not me. Yeah. Like I'm literally acting. You took like, the I'm words just out acting, of my mouth, bro. Like, <clears throat> so that's one thing I noticed. Um, just with myself, it's like, man, I just can't really just be out here talking to multiple women, dating multiple women, doing whatever to multiple women, um, because it's just out of my character. Mm. It's not even about just the. Um, the enjoyment on the lonely. It's just like, this is just not me. Like, I didn't grow up like this. My mom mm -hmm. didn't teach me like this. I had nobody in my family that I saw that was like this. Mm -hmm. It was just something where I felt like, you know, at that time, it could satisfy me because I was too afraid to commit and be vulnerable again. Yeah, yeah. And fail at a relationship. So yeah. I was like, if I not have a relationship where I don't have the opportunity to fail, I can just do what I want. Right. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, you said the words right out of my mouth. It's like, you know, who are you? Yeah. And, I think what we struggle with a lot and what I used to struggle with is no matter how good something feels, does it feel like you? And exactly. if it doesn't feel like you, then it might, probably means you shouldn't be doing it. Like, you're going to make your mistakes and yeah, you need to have fun. But it, I'm real big on not tr not trying to be somebody that I'm yeah, not. I'm not. Like, exactly. I can't act. So if it, if it doesn't feel like me, then I'm not going to involve myself and I'm not going to be that person or pretend to be that person. So me and you like right there online yeah, bro, with that's that. Yeah, how, that's how I feel. That's how I got it, all that buffoonery. Man, look, I had to, I knew it was bad when I had to say your name like five or six times in my head before I say it out loud because I couldn't remember. If I that's said it too bad. quick, that's pretty bad. We're talking to many people at one time. Oh, I yeah. remember. Yeah. 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 That's pretty bad. I've done it before. It's, that's pretty it's, bad. It's wild. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's, it that's got, when I knew it was bad. I knew it was bad when I had like three or four different girls ask me to come over at the same time. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh. Dang. Like, <laughs> which one I'm going to choose? Like, like, come on. Or what you, what you got, what you got or, to eat? Huh? What you got to eat? That's how I pick. That's your question? Yeah, what you got to eat? Oh, that, write that down for the language. <laughs> yeah. What you got to eat? I just used to find Top a way ramen, to try nah. to do it all in one day. Like, hold on, like, okay, nine to nine to one of your hours. <laughs> take, a, take, a, take a 30 minute lunch break. <laughs> take a 30 minute lunch break. Take a, lunch break. Take a, lunch break. Take a nap. Call third one up. Man, That's why, man. Yeah, man, I knew it was bad when I had on, on rotation like that. It was and like, gas man, is too high for all that. Gas is ridiculous right now. I'm sorry. And that was, that was yeah. pre-money. So that was, that was college money. So nah, gas wasn't. Oh, it wasn't a factor for you? Nah. No, no, it was a factor. That's oh. what I'm saying. That was that was a pre. Mm. He ain't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crap. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, that's interesting that you like everybody described that this this isn't your character, you know. And what's interesting is that I feel like a lot of men, in my personal opinion, I could be totally wrong, but my personal opinion, I feel like a lot of men that isn't their character, but like something happens, something event happens in their life that causes them to go to the dark side, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, and the, and mm -hmm. one of the biggest thing I see in 2018 is that as much as women talk about liking good men, they don't. Do you guys, do you guys feel Say those sentiments? You, like, I feel like, a, like women talk about 
They like good guys, yeah. but we were, the the guys who were doing the bad things, the bad guys with the bad habits, mm-hmm. are the ones eating all the fruits. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. yeah, I feel like they're, they're yeah. more desirable. I definitely was more desirable when I was the F boy than I am. Yeah, now. easily. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. it was not even close. When you couldn't get a whole lot of words out of me, or if you weren't yeah. getting the attention that you want out of me, I got the most attention. Yeah, I think they all. I think all women just go through that phase where they feel like that's yeah. what they want. Yeah, <laughs> every woman go through that phase where it's just I want that attention from. A bad guy, and I think it's just the innate uh, want to change somebody. Mm. Well, I think it can be that, and I also think it's the expectation as well. Like if she knows, she know what she's going to get out of a bad guy. I never looked thing. at it from that point of view. It's like you know, if I'm I'm putting myself in the oh. situation, you know, not to get hurt, like right. kind of thing. So I know if that I, he's, if I talk yeah. to a good guy, I'm not expecting ain't nothing bad going on. Like, I'm right. not expecting to be hurt by this person, like. You know, if 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 like the worst thing is like if you're a good guy and then you have like those bad habits or you have those bad intentions, right? And she looks at you like you're not supposed to be like this. You're yeah. not supposed to act what's like this. What's up with this. you, bro? What's up? Like what's what, what, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you know if you know if you they scroll through a guy that look like has an f f boy look or like yeah. hip, that movements. Um, movement. I see what you're doing. It's kind of like I know what you're doing. It's like. You know, I feel like they can get like those guys get a lot more attention. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I never looked at it like because that. I really I feel like girls really want that bad guy look with the like good, good heart. Guy inst- yeah, yeah, good the, instinct, good movement, they good want heart. The crispy outside and soft inside. <laughs> they want the crispy outside, soft inside. You ain't never had a chocolate you, you chip a fried chicken entrepreneur or something like that. Something <laughs> no, like that, I, was, I was thinking about chocolate chip cookie, bro. They, it's crispy on the outside, the real good one, and it's real soft on the inside. You get that little it's bit a crispy, a crispy, crispy on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> and real soft and, ju- uh, and juicy. Juicy. Okay. Juicy. juicy. I want to say juicy. Yeah, yeah pause. Yeah, pause. Don't call me juicy. Man. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's that's what I see. Like um, I feel like a lot of because I I was listening to this podcast and and usually what girls want spiritual guy, good character, obviously looks this on nice. Paper. Yeah, you know, okay. look nice, has a decent job. Yeah. Um. Et cetera, et cetera. Like just like any like any normal regular guy has, but they're single and they always complain about there's no, no good guys out there. When you got you got these guys that you probably see them at squares, squares. You know they probably don't have the, <laughs> the tattoos or don't have the swag or yeah. don't have the money, don't have the status. Drive a you Corolla know. or something. You say what? Drive Corolla. A Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny, bro. The boys want to save money. I know. That's, that's just random, bro. But I'm saying that's what I mean. <laughs> if he drive a Prius, then I'd be like, all right, I can see why you don't date him. <laughs> no, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, I saw, you can't drive a fish. I can't, I, I can't see a black man driving a Prius. Yeah, that's kind of weird, bro. Not firing him up. Like, he don't get <laughs> like, like, bro, drive look, a Prius. Look at my big I know big gas is high, but come on, bro. What's come up on, with you? fam. Yeah. Your engine don't even fool Yo, yo. <laughs> I honestly think part of the problem is we get blamed for a lot and it's a big double standard but quote unquote good women are less ready for good men than they're willing to admit and then they understand because they get it all like they find the dude with the substance and then it's a shock to him yeah, oh I ain't never I seen didn't know, this before I didn't what know is going is? on hey, I'm, I'm, oh, oh this is Find a way to mess this up, so I don't. Let me put him on hold because this that, can't be real. But see, that's what this women can't be real. That's what women are not willing to admit because a lot of times the mistakes that we make are seen as selfish. The mistakes they make are are 
quote unquote experience mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I, this relationship didn't work because I didn't have the experience or the family background. Like, there's a host of mistakes or reasons, excuses that women can make. And it's kind of like we push it off to the side. But when a good guy makes a mistake, oh, it's, it's magnified. So yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. women need to be real with themselves. Like, you want this. But you, got this. you say you want this yeah. until you get this. Until you get this, yeah. now you got it. What you gonna do with it? So mm. that's I don't know. That's how I think. I, 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 I also think they overlook a lot of guys. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah. The dude oh, yeah. right, right on their nose. Yeah. They want the six ben four. Shut up, Ray. <laughs> I think you gonna say something. They want the six four tall. You know, I'm done, bro. I'm done. You like you short, bro. I'm not short. I'm sure we're in here, huh? Ooh. We all about the same above average height. Yeah. You feel me? I'm above average. That's good. Right. Average is like five. Don't don't disrespect me. <laughs> average is five eight, bro. I'm a, I'm a good six foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Program height, I'm six two. All I'm saying is, bro, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm straight. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and this this conversation is really good and I and I and I love this conversation. I know a lot of guys right now are gonna hopefully feel encouraged. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of women are gonna have their eyes open to a lot of things because I think we as guys notice, we don't talk about it because we don't wanna appear soft, but a lot right. of a lot of guys are not doing as well as people think they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of women think that all these guys have all these girls and all these guys living like this, but like like no, that's not the case. Yeah. And it brings me to the what I wanted to talk to you guys about also is this online community that I, I found called MGTOW. And uh, most of you guys probably have no idea what MGTOW is. It's just M-G-T-O-W. You got too much time on your hands. Men going their own way. Men <laughs> no, going their own way. Men going their own wild. way. That sounds, that sounds wild. Yeah. <laughs> sounds and so basically wild. like- I'm going to go my own way <laughs> over here. But basically MGTOW <laughs> is like, do you know when a girl gets hurt? And she's kind of like, I'm just gonna do my own thing. Yeah. And like, you ask her, she, what do they say? When you ask her if she's uh, talking, if she's interested in relationships, she says, um, I'm just um, doing me right now. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm chilling. I'm just doing me. I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm just chilling. You're not chilling. You're lonely. So just give me give me your number. Shut up. You're not chilling. Yeah, go be sitting there watching Power, drinking wine, complaining. Look at that ghost. Like ghost, why are you doing this? Yeah, I want a ghost. I want a ghost. So yeah, so I so basically is a bunch of guys who have been hurt by the world. Like, people can say whatever they want. They're misogynist. They're type of, like, in reality, if you look at these guys, they're, they're average guys. All, mm-hmm. A lot of these guys are average guys who tried their way in the world, got smacked down, and just said, F it, I'm done. Okay. You know, they... Mm. A lot of... The, like I said, the guy, like the, the guy that a lot of girls looked over. Yeah. You know, the guy that... You know, yeah, not having attention and approval and acceptance from women can really yeah, not not even women, but even like work. work you know what I mean? Like as a, like yeah. like like nowadays, society does not give a man a pass. Yeah, you know, a lot of MGTOW guys I are feel white like women's guys. Number one though. Yeah, women is important because you know then, you, if you, you get have, looked over by society, man, that that's tough, man. Yeah, you don't yeah. think women's number one though? I think it might be like a tie between women and job because I mean, if you're not getting money, then you definitely not getting women. Hmm. I feel well, like I won't I'm, say definitely well, because they might kill me. I feel me. like if you have acceptance from women, you can, I it's, don't know. It's a blend. It depends on what type of woman you're getting acceptance from because a lot of times, like, you might, you, your girl might have a conversation with another guy 
and let's say you're not doing so well, but you you good in your relationship, but your career isn't good. Well, what's the first thing that that other guy's gonna knock you about to your girl? You don't oh, have that boy, he ain't making money. Like old boy, boy look where he did. Um, what's his yeah. name? Yeah, yeah. Like, but he was good. She wasn't though. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't making money, and then his girl talked to another dude and who was making money. And then you know what happened there? It's it's a balance. I I, I yeah. think it's. A, I don't know. That's a good conversation. Like, what guys want more accepted from women or like that is a good career wise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. No. No. And so so basically, a lot of these guys are. A lot of them are white guys, and you just know, like nowadays, like you get no empathy. You know what yeah, I mean, yeah, you get yeah. none. You get no one. Nobody cares about you. There's no scholarship. There's no, there's no run. You can't run anywhere. You have no safe place. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. so, like these guys have just given up. And I feel like a lot of guys moving forward. Like my thing with the women's empowerment movement is. I think it's super amazing that we're empowering, uplifting, encouraging women, and right. seeing women win. I think that's important for women to win. Beautiful stuff. But what I'm noticing is that it's not women winning so that everybody can win. It's just women winning to win. To win. You know what I mean? Like, for now, it's our turn to oppress you. Now, it's our turn to be on top. It's it's our turn for you not to have opportunities. And so... So you can see what it feels like. Exactly. And so, a lot of these guys have just said, F it. Mm. You know? And just like... Like just porn, video games, <laughs> and, and pizza. You know, I, was, I was about to. Ask, I'm not. I'm not trying to make a joke. So, we're like, are they moving like to a village or something together? Or like, what's going on with these? With these? Like, it's they're mo- going their own way. <laughs> yeah, like, I can only see envisions them moving into a village and living yeah. in. They're going. They're going where Kanye I mean, is in Wyoming. They, they're in Wyoming. That's probably, yeah, exactly. In the mountains. <laughs> nah, that's wild. <laughs> it's mainly like online. So it's mainly okay. like there's like an online community. Oh, it's like a forum type. Okay. Yeah, like forums. Yeah. online community mm-hmm. and a lot of like I mean I understand that sometimes you gotta express how you feel yeah but a lot of them are just whining and complaining which I don't agree with as well get mm-hmm. up you're you know you're a man but like they're they've really have this animosity towards women now that's not good and I feel like that's Jesus unhealthy and, uh, and animosity towards life and what you find is a lot of these not saying a lot of these school shooters, like basically like with any movement, there's like extremists yeah. and it's just like regular people, yeah. right? Yeah. So a lot of the school shooters are like extremists MGTOW, like right, right. extremists. Mm-hmm. Like this is like, oh, life sucks. F it, I'm going to F it all. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, we have to find a way to give men life. And last thing I'm going to say, I know I've been rambling. I'm going to hear your opinions, mm-hmm. is that when we talk about equality, my question is, when is equality become, when does equality go overboard? And it sounds stupid. It's like, what do you mean? How can equality go no, overboard? I, I get what you're saying. And so like an example I gave last time on the podcast is that in the 1960s, 58% of men were in college and 42% of women were in college. And that wasn't fair. So they wanted to make it equal. Let's have these movements to balance the equation. Now it's 56% of women are in college and 44% of men are, are in college. It's not even. Right. But no one complains about it because- right. The women are doing good. And it's always been like that, so it was our turn now, yeah. Exactly. And then, like, even like, when it comes to salary, like, most people don't know that in regards to the wage gap, women under 30, especially we know in the black America, we know women under oh, 30. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're making they're more money. Us. They're killing us. Yeah. yeah. But it's okay. So, because it's their turn now. Yeah. And it's just like, man, like, a lot of these guys are not doing well, mm-hmm. and we want to help lift them up. So, like, what what can we do? Like, what is what what can we do to really help a lot of these men who are going through these difficult situations. 
I think we need to figure out what our movement is about. The problem with the live movement is like the nice for what. Like I'm a full supporter of the women's empowerment movement. Like yeah. I, I, I fully support that. I understand the value of women. But we have to figure out what our movements are about. The problem with a lot of movements, and Hafiz, you, you um, alluded to this, is a lot of movements are based on retaliation instead of liberation. Like you're retaliating because of how bad you've been hurt yeah. instead of liberating yourself from that pain and moving forward. So once we figure out, you got to figure out why you're really in, you know, why you're really in for that movement. Like is retaliating really making you better or is it just making you feel better? So once you figure out what your movement is about, then you find a way to move forward. How can we um, help support other men? One thing we have to start doing and women got to do this too, we got to start holding each other accountable yeah. because half the reason that we go down we all have a friend, somebody close to us or a family member, and we see our friend going down the wrong road, and it could be numerous amount of things, but especially with women, we don't ever say nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, I'm going to let him live his life. That's cool, but wrong is wrong, and right is right and wrong is wrong, Correct. period. So Correct. I feel like if we did a better job of holding each other accountable, because a lot of time it doesn't take, a lot of time a woman can tell a man something, and it goes in one there and not the other. But if you were to, if you had never told your homeboy anything before, and he's seen you make all these mistakes, and he steps up to you like, you got to relax. Like, you were making a mistake doing this, and this is why you shouldn't do it. Mm. I think if we held each other accountable a lot more often, then we would actually make a change. Now, that's not to say that we won't make selfish choices. Yeah. That's not to say that that type of thing won't happen. But I think it's going to start, it'll, it'll facilitate a change because the problem is, is that it's like in a household where a woman has to raise a man. Women are trying to are trying to be the driving force in men correcting their mistakes. When a man can't learn a lot, can't learn everything from a woman, he has to learn it from another man, whether it's a father, an uncle, a brother, uh, a cousin, whatever the case may be. So mm -hmm. when we start holding each other accountable, we'll see that a lot of problems that we run into um, will stop happening. That way, we don't even have to go off on these. Uh, MGTOWs or we don't have to go into our own movement mm. because we avoid the hurt by doing what's right in the first place. So yeah. Draw that point home, man. When I told you guys about me finding nitpicking women and finding something wrong, Sam sat me, sat me down and told mm. me, hey, man, if you continue doing this, you're going to do this for the rest of your life and you'll never find anybody. What? And, you, and, you know, that was because that was the first, that was really like the first time Sam ever really just told me something about myself that, you know, that was on opposition of what I was doing So mm -hmm. um, that's really important Another thing that we need to do Is not only hold each other accountable Is just talk in general man yeah. I think we've grown up Not talking And it's been programming to us To hold all our feelings inside And not be emotional And not be vulnerable To to, to other people Especially to other men yeah. That's almost yeah. taboo To be emotional to another man <laughs> Right? That's yeah. the quickest thing To get told so We're I think going that's another, our own way That's another thing That we need to do Is just you know Be open and vulnerable With each other And let each other know That something's going wrong I need help with Help in this uh, situation So Yeah We gotta stop trying to be so hard hyper masculine all the time and, like and just be mean and because being hyper masculine becomes toxic yeah. a lot of times we gotta stop trying to be so hard and we gotta stop listening to all the messages that's put out in certain types of music and certain types of even certain types of writing and propaganda like dude if it don't feel right and if it's not productive then don't do it you mm. know so we gotta stop trying to be so hard we gotta communicate be more open be more accountable and like I said that is gonna begin the process hopefully it'll begin the process of us healing as men and helping us help women heal for the things that we've done to them or the things that we haven't done to them. Sometimes we get accused of stuff we ain't never did. Agreed. And just to answer the question, I think for me, uh, going off what y'all already said, um, it's kind of just just the same thing. It's just really just not like isolation 
is is bad for men in general as well. So I know that, like we said, like holding each other accountable and talking. And I feel like, you know, the vehicles that we both have with the podcast can really help with that as well. But I feel like some of our listeners may not have the privilege to have their own podcast or have a group of people that keep them accountable and they feel lonely and isolated. And isolated. So I think isolation um, is really where the, those voices in your head, um, the lies that they can believe can really manifest and can create, um, yeah. you know, bad things. Um, so I feel like one is it, you have to go after and get some help and really talk to somebody like, hey, you know, I'm feeling this type of way. You know, I need some encouragement. I need somebody to hold me accountable. I need a team of men yeah. uh, because in this world, especially as men, we always taught to do like hold on our emotions and not say anything and figure everything out on our own. Yeah. Um, but as we as we know, as we can see the effect of being isolated and having a team of guys around us like like what we do. Um, it's a positive way, uh, positive force to to create change. So I think not being isolated is yeah. uh, is a something I would add on to what you are already said. Yeah. One more thing, get involved too. Um, I feel to like yeah, get get involved get out. in something. Get out, get out of yeah. the house. You can't just go go to work and go home and expect to excel. Man, I'm telling you, bro. Like yeah. like you, like you were something. saying, women, are, especially black men, women are killing us in salary, and it's more than just them working. It's them being involved in a whole bunch of uh, different organizations, <laughs> Trust me, bro. networking, they are, they are networking, entrepreneurship, and doing everything that they can to to improve their lifestyle and be the independent woman that they want to be. I'm telling you, they're they're out there. They they put themselves in positions. They give back to the community. Yeah. Like you I mean you even seen in the urban. In the urban league, it's seventy yeah, percent women, thirty percent men, and that's almost in anything. In Africa, besides, is, yeah, it's is a majority, more, well, yeah, it's, it's a majority, majority women, yeah. and it's, <laughs> it's just, a sorority now, it, and <laughs> that big. really looks bad on us because yeah. we're not getting involved and we're not, you know, being that driver of change. Yeah. yeah, and the one thing I hope nobody takes from this conversation is that we, in no way, are trying to stifle women's empowerment. Right. No. Oh, heck no. We want y'all yeah, we, it's not about... Get your coins, girl! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, this conversation has nothing to do with we're saying that because women are being empowered, now men can't win. We're not, no, we're not no, saying no. that. No, we're, we're trying to match. Yeah, what, to what we're saying is that if women are advancing at rapid rates, which is super amazing, mm-hmm. there's going to be disparity in society. The same disparity that was 100 years ago when men were at a high advantage, women were at a disadvantage, that if men are at this constant dis- disadvantage um, and, and things are not equal for all people regardless of your gender, there's going to be issues. Yeah. And for me, I thought about it like, Here's this guy I listen to. His name is Jordan Peterson. Lord willing, we'll have him on the podcast, but he's his brain is crazy. Right. But he made a point, and he said, think about when you're a kid and you're playing a, a game. Tic-tac-toe. Whatever game it may be, where there's a group of people involved. The number one issue that happens in a game is when somebody thinks the game isn't fair. And when somebody thinks the game isn't fair, what do most people do? They quit. They quit. Oh, man, this ain't fair. Oh, this is not fair. Oh, it's not fair. How come you... Like, they just give up. Tell me about how it's not fair when I kill Sam and... Uh, I mean, now Ray and FIFA. <laughs> you know, like, I scored twice on the game that I played for the first time. All right, relax. <laughs> so, uh... Trash. So, so, yeah, so... 11 to 2. You're trash. Look, I scored... 11 I scored... To I don't even know how to play soccer, fam. Relax. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm sorry, Huffy. That was all good. So... I, what I'm seeing, the difference between men is that like, and this is true with a lot of men, and I've noticed it, when people like complain about like guys who are deadbeat dads and guys who leave their kids, 
when a man feels like I'm useless, he just leaves. You know what I mean? Like, and I've noticed that when a man feels like I'm a useless, I have no purpose, I have no value, I see a lot of men just leave and give up. Yeah, uh, it was actually a lady on um, the Breakfast Club this morning that was talking about her husband who uh, lost his job, and then all he does is sit on the couch at home, and she does all the cooking, cleaning, and she takes care of the kids and works, and he won't do anything. And I'm like, that's wild that he won't even. That like he depression. doesn't. Yeah, he's depressed. Yeah. He'll go out with his friends and come home and just sit on the couch. I'm like, that sounds like a defeated man, right? That's, there. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what that sounds like. Yeah, and Damn. yeah, no, and that and that's what I realized is like, and. And I think the difference between women is like because of the biological nurturing nature, like there's something that always keeps them going. Like they're yeah. always going through something. They always keep going. They always keep going. Like no matter what it is, they keep going. But like I said, something about this male identity that when you feel like the the odds are stacked against you, mm-hmm. you just don't, say F it. Pride. Yeah. It's pride. We, we are very heavily driven by pride. And when that's broken or when we're embarrassed or like you said, when we're defeated, a lot of times... Our pride pushes us, and when we when we don't have that pride anymore to lean back on, then we haven't developed a whole lot of other things to lean on. Even when we have support systems, like you have a, a good woman in your life telling you, "Hey, you know it's cool. You can pick yourself back up." I don't know what it is. Like I don't know if it's we the embarrassment. Like it, it's the fact that you may feel like that you can never regain the form that you were in before, or if you feel like okay, as soon as you regain that, somebody gonna say, "Okay, remember that time you was down." Yeah. So I don't know. I think a lot of us, um, a lot of you know, of us falling back into that situation. Is it's fear that we create in our own mind by overthinking certain situations. Cause like I said, we we overthink more than we than we lead people to believe. But we just have to understand that things like that in life happen. You gotta understand that you can bounce back. Um and there's no hurdle too great, but you gotta be willing to, you know, find people, find support systems and 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 you have to find confidence in yourself again. And in order to find confidence in yourself again, you have to find small victories. Let's think about men. Mm-hmm. Like, and we like to win big, right? Yeah. We always want to win big. Yeah. But we, you know, and when we do win small, we always got a bunch of excuses like, okay, well, I would have went bigger if we, if yeah, this if I went that way. Instead of just game, appreciating the I win. You. I scored two goals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you lose your job, dude, go, just go find a way to make money. Mm. And for the time being, find a way to rebuild your foundation and continue to ascend. We have a hard time. See, women do a better job of us when they're ascending. You, it's, and we we like staying like staying level. Yeah. And as long as we're level, we're comfortable. Well, as soon as we have to hit an ascent, if we're not you know mostly driven, or if we're not don't have a a good you know driven background, like a good motivation. work a good work ethic, a yeah, good yeah. motivation, then we we struggle. Because like I said, we, we like being comfortable. We actually like being comfortable more than women do. I think so as well, because I feel like even with the empowerment movement, I feel like women, they they want to have more and more and more to see, you know, mm-hmm. I am a woman, I can do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Like men, if we if if our bills are good, you mm-hmm. know, we got a decent amount of money, we're controlling everything, it's kinda like, you know, what's the point? Why do more? You I mean, know, like some I feel like some men, most yeah, men, yeah, yeah. not every not all of us. Not all of us, but I feel like most men like that. And I feel like uh, as well, men needs a they need something else to motivate them to drive them. That's why I feel like most um most men, if they have kids at a young age or they had kids at a certain point in time, mm-hmm. that drives them even more. Yeah. Like I I, I every I gotta feed every, this child. Feed huh? this child. I gotta feed this child. Yeah, like every coworker, male coworker I know, their number one you know, driver is kids. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like not even, not even, I mean, that wife, yeah, but it's yeah, just like, man, but, yeah. I have another kid on the way. I have this mm-hmm. on the way. Um, so it's kind of like that kind of, you know, how it helps them push forward. Whereas women, they really don't even need that. 
you know, I think they just naturally like have that drive because they want to be independent, not dependent on a man. Well, hmm. yeah, you just kind of beat my point to uh, to a pulp. Yeah, shut your behind up, there, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> you lost that one. Yeah, like you did so. FIFA. No, I was yeah, just yeah, gonna yeah. say, could it, lost it, the is it? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what's up with you, bro? I'm done. I'm done. All right, so I was gonna say, um, is it that we we're comfortable? Um and and not pushing forward or like excelling forward or is it just that we've been given we we really don't want for much because we don't have to work as hard because we've already been given everything that we kind of just get programmed to be comfortable in where we are and not be driven to do anything else. And then with women, you know what I'm saying? Since they haven't been given everything or haven't had access to everything, that's why they have such a bigger drive to yeah. excel. It's a lot more. It's I, a lot of other reasons. I feel like you work harder when you feel like you're owed something. Yeah. Like and to, and to your point, we don't feel like we're old a lot because we've been we've been given yeah, we, a lot. we've been genetically we, we've been given more. So it's like okay, we're kind of comfortable, you know. Women they feel like they're old more. They feel like they're old the same things we are, which they actually are old. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. It's a hard. I think it that may be a situational question. Maybe it depends on how you grow up. Maybe it depends on what you have or don't have. Um, but yeah, I just feel like you work harder when you feel like you're old something. Mm. So I agree. Bilowski, you and uh, you in DMs over there? Man, come on, man. Daddy. I've been out the DMs. You've been I mean, out no, the DMs. I don't put the phone down now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to put the phone down either way. Like, um, on a, on a you kind of, should have put the controller down. That's what you should have did. On a kind of slightly random idea, I, I, used, I wondered that, man. I wondered. Ray asked a really good question because I noticed this. Like, if a guy tells a woman, she says, like, oh, what do you do? And he says, oh, I'm a teacher. Yeah. And I like being a teacher. Yeah. She'll be like, oh, do you, like, so, in like, what's, five what's years, like, yeah, that little, little scrunch up in yeah, the face. Like, oh, okay. So that's all so you want to do? So you want to be a principal or maybe, like, what's next? Like, why, like, why is it wrong for him? I just know this is a side note, but who cares? Yeah, no, 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 But no, why no, is it point. wrong for the guy to like being a teacher? If this guy drives trucks, mm-hmm. why is it, why is it wrong for him to, to like driving trucks? And that makes him happy. A good one is uh, if he's a garbage man. So do you want to own your own garbage company? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah what's yeah, next? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, why yeah. can't I just want to pick up some trash? Huh? I, I just like trash. What's up? Yeah. I, I can. I think I can speak <laughs> on that. You are trash. Thank you. Set yourself up for that. I, I think I can speak on that because it, anybody that knows be me, positive, knows, Chris. I'm not really. I, I like money, but I'm not really no. driven by the dollar. I'm more free spirit in, into the fact that I was told my senior year in high school. Find something you love to do and then find a way to get paid to do it. So I've always been driven that. Like, if it's not, if my heart isn't in it, I won't do it. So, and I teach. So I don't have an issue with, like, if you ask me, do I want to be a principal? No. In five years, I want to be a better teacher than I was five years ago. That's all I want to do. I want to continue to grow. A lot of time, and I, I don't know, it's just like we've been poisoned by the images of social media and by the, the college posters and all this. Well, you know, you can earn up to this much, six figures there, six figures that. You can have this, you can have that. Multiple streams of income. How about I have in, how about I have an inner peace and be the best possible person I can to you? Because yeah. you asking me, you know, do I want to do do I want to become a CEO of my own company or do I want to start like an educational support company? Okay, well. Let me start that. Let me start that. And as soon as I get this money, what happens when I change? Then you're going to be mad, you know? So, I don't know. That's a good question, but I I don't know why it's such a problem with us doing what we actually like to do. Like, I don't have to make six figures to be happy. Would I take it? Yeah, but only if the situation was right. And my thing is, after you explain that beautiful explanation, by the Mm -hmm. way, you know, 
Um, and if she's still not down with that, and that's not like the, the right girl, yeah, she ain't like, the move your head down on somewhere then. Yeah. You know, like, go ahead, boo, go, go, go find, yeah, go, go find your your yeah. multiple stream income, hundred, whatever, yada 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 guy. Like, Who has no time for you? Yeah, they, and hope your qualifications are good because uh, yeah, you asking for this, but what are you doing? What you gonna do? What do yeah. you bring to? Yes, I'm, I'm real big on that. What you bring to the table? What's Everybody want to eat. Everybody no, nobody want to bring to the table. Everybody hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't like I said. I don't right. know. I, I I'm, you, I'm, bought, I'm touched by that question because it's it's real. I feel you, man. Because I I mean, I I hate I hate that that that's the a thing that men have to go through. Like you know, if you like driving trucks, it's like you got to want more or you're not ambitious enough mm-hmm. you're not driven enough you're not not a man if all you do is drive a truck mm-hmm. or you know whatever so I, I think that kind of has to change and um the reasoning like the reason you explain sam if a girl is not feeling that then she out of control that's crazy yeah. Yeah. but when does that not not have an ambition become laziness is there a point that went at, at as if he says it if he says he wants to have if he wants to have his own school Wants this and wants that and not taking steps to do it. Yeah. That's when I would say that's where it's become lazy. You talking all this talk, but you're not walking the walk. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that perspective. I mean, you got some smarts I mean, in there, boy. I mean, yeah. You got some smarts in there, boy. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's real because I feel like a lot of what's going on is that there's so many unhealthy expectations of man. I think it's what crushes a lot of people, man. Like, what bothers me a lot and... Let's go ahead. I, I always get in trouble, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. I always What bothers me a lot is like a lot of women who've never had a man in their lives Uh-oh. describe what a man is. He jumped out the window. You know, like that. <laughs> that, that is real though. Like that, like that. But like, like how? Like you say, I want a man who does A, B, C. A man who does this. I'm like, but well, who is? Because <laughs> walking who is? out, like I'm like. Like I'm not trying to be mean, but your your dad wasn't there. Um, you don't. Your uncles are supposedly deadbeats, and like so. My my question is like this guy that you're painting that this is how men are supposed to be, and this image of masculinity that you're describing. Where have you seen it before? TV. Exactly. Like so many people like create this idea of a man on TV, mm-hmm. and they project it on other guys. Mm-hmm. And then other guys feel crippled by it. Like, I, there's no, like, and for the women who are about to tune out. <laughs> <laughs> about to tune out. Who, who's currently but, cursing at their screen. Yeah, but think about it if I was like, making oh, my skin crawl. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> tweeted that one time. Wow. He, he's making Wowzers. my skin crawl. And I always bring it back to a woman. Imagine if I said, oh, you're not the way a woman's supposed to be. <laughs> They were boy. Think about it. Imagine Jesus if I said, Lord. "Well, I, I think a woman should do this for me." Man, <laughs> like, Jesus Lord, <laughs> it'd, be a, it'd be a problem. It'd be a problem. We, our podcast would be done. It'd be over with. Yeah, but so, but a lot of women will create this idea of masculinity based upon no personal experience, right. and then demonize men for not meeting the standard. But we as men are like, "Oh, I gotta accept you, however you are," and that's what a woman is, however you are. Boy, you might have said something. Oh, yeah, wow. I mean, I mean, half his piece of truth. <laughs> just deliver. <laughs> but look, it's I've never, I've never thought about that point of view before. That's crazy. That they that don't, they don't have an actual model of the picture that they're trying to Picasso. Oh no, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I've thought about that before. I, yeah. I think that's one of the biggest forms of hypocrisy in the world today. Yeah, it like you, you have no, you have no basis of 
of what to expect or what it should be like, how can you how can you make that statement? So for me, once you figure out, once you get some experience, if you have an experience with maybe a friend that you've been around and you watch the friend in their relationship or you watch maybe a relative, then you can come to the table and say those things. But if you don't, I think the first thing you need to figure out is who you are. Yeah. Before you come to me telling me who I should be, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. man, I don't like when girls tell me who I should be. Yeah. You should be this. Mm-hmm. You should leave. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't know. It's just because, unfortunately, because the way society is today, my, I hate to say it, but most statistically, most fathers aren't at home. Yeah. So that is the experience that they grow up in, and then they use they turn around and use those same numbers to support the arguments that they fight against us all the time. But what what have you done to change your situation? Before you begin to make all these requests, and yeah, and we know as men that yeah. we we have to get better, and we have mm-hmm. to strive to get better, and we gotta yeah. hold each other accountable to mm-hmm. um, go against those statistics. Yeah, so I we mean, gonna I change. It's, it's both. It's both sides, and uh, you know that's what both of our podcasts is there for. Um, at the end of the day, we are trying to learn. We're trying to educate. We're trying to entertain. We're trying to enlighten. We're trying to laugh, mm-hmm. and also trying to just you know hold people listen to us and really um, take away something. To create a better world yeah. that we're living in, a better society, to create better fathers, create better mothers, et cetera, et cetera. That's what our podcast is there for. Yeah, that's real. So, last question, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. So, right now, there's a, a young man who's heartbroken, who can't find a job, who's people keep telling him he, he isn't going to amount to anything, who looks at himself as a failure, who sees society just says all men suck and all things like that and men ain't shit and all that stuff going on. Like what is our one piece of advice to this man who's ready to go full MGTOW, ready to just give up, go his own way, screw everybody else. What is our advice for him to keep going and to really, really find his purpose and passion in this life? Cry today, grind tomorrow. Like Ooh. if I can just be this very simple point. cut, that's what it is. Cry today, grind tomorrow. There's nothing wrong with starting over. There's nothing wrong with not being where you used to be as long as you're working your way back. Uh, forget the embarrassment. Like, let it go. You got yeah, to let that hurt go. You, yeah. you have to let it go. Uh, you have to understand that sometimes you have to take a step back to take a step. I, could, I can go on all, all day. Mm-hmm. But uh, cry today, grind tomorrow, and um, understand that you're not done. Like, life isn't over for you. You you had a bad day or a bad week or a bad month. You you don't have a bad life. So don't let don't let your mistakes define you so much to where you 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 beat yourself down about it. Also, a lot of men like being their own biggest critic. And that's great. A lot of people like doing that. But you have to watch how hard you criticize yourself because at, at a point it becomes a negative variable to your life. Mm. Once you become and once you constantly put those those thoughts in your mind, then that's that's how you constantly judge yourself. It's it's hard to go back. You, you feel me? So that's what I think. You just bounce back. Cry today, grind tomorrow. Yeah, and this is your life, man. Don't live for anybody else. Mm. You know. Okay, Jerry. You know, hey, this is your life. Sound like Joe Osteen out here. You live your best life now. <laughs> right. You were born in this world alone. You're going to die in this world alone. You're going to be in that casket alone. Live your life how you want to live it and strive for you, right? Don't try to please anybody else. Don't try to do anything for anybody else. Do it for yourself. Go pick yourself up, like Sam said. And and dust yourself out and get back out there and work, man. But this is your life. Don't worry about what everybody else think about you. Yeah, if you have to take a break, take a break. So that's we need to take a break sometime. This is my last point. Which in life, everybody want to be grind a hundred 
20 percent time. Well, they want everybody want to talk yeah. about team no sleep. Everybody want to talk about this and that. But they claim sleep. they love themselves. Yeah. You got to relax. Like we're not we're not built like that. I don't care what nobody yeah. say. And I had this issue back when I was in school. I would always just want to hit the ground running as hard as I can. And he even seen his points in my life where I was suffering because I was trying to work too hard and I wouldn't say anything. So socially and from a from a, a, a mental health standpoint, I was actually suffering. But then I had too much pride to say something about it. So I just had to dig myself out of it. Take a break. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mental, and that's gonna make your life so much better. Is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, what both of them said were definitely is true, and like, I usually am a forward thinking thinker. So, and I love the underdog story. I love when people came out uh, from the bottom. I love when people went through hardships. And seeing this, and seeing they they just turn back and look where I came from, you know. And I feel like people read that and see that online or in a story or in a book somewhere. They don't think, well, that can't be me, you know. If you want to see somebody that had a hard life, that had it rough, I would advise somebody to go listen to the Breakfast Club interview when they interviewed Tiffany Haddish. She had oh, a yes, crazy, crazy, crazy childhood and just came from the bottom and went through all kinds of things. You know, she was married at one point. Yeah, divorced. That's, like, that's just crazy. Like. Um, so I would go about to listen to her story and really get get inspiration because that can be you. You know, mm-hmm. not just saying that you can be a, a, a superstar, but I'm saying is that, you know, coming from the bottom like that, you can put pull yourself out of because I'm a firm believer if you're still on the, here on this earth, then your job is not finished yeah. yet. So you have to figure out how can you like what is your why? What is gonna drive you? Like how says that uh Sam said, cry today, grind tomorrow. What's the reason why you're going to grind? You know, mm-hmm. what's the reason why you're going to get up out of bed? Find yeah, you. Find your goal. Define yeah. something. Like, that has to be something um, that uh, I feel like men need to do. Mm-hmm. Nah, and for anybody who feels like they resonated with going through those difficulties in their life, man, please reach out to us, uh, roommates. Reach out to Good Guys, Bad Habits. You know, we're- We're, we're only a DM away. Yeah, we're, we're, always, we're always here for you guys because, you know, we understand the difficulties of society. And as, as men, we just want to uplift, encourage, and build each other up. So guys, please, please, if you're going through something, don't hesitate to reaching out. But Sam, Ray, man, we really appreciate you guys, man. It was a super dope, episode I feel like a lot of people are going to be impacted for those who are wanting to connect with you guys where can they connect with you guys and where can they find the podcast at best to find us on Instagram good guys bad habits podcast but you can you can check us out on Facebook too hit us up in the DMs oh you know anything it we we like we love fan interaction so hit us up good guys bad habits podcast you can leave comments under our SoundCloud rate us on iTunes and, and all that leave comments tell us what you want send us an email on Instagram all that yeah, and shout out to the other co-host. Shout out to Nate. Shout out to my big yeah, Mr. Big yeah. Sir EA. Yes, sir. Shout out to uh, Mark Bird, the, the Mark. one, the half Mark Bird, Bird, mm-hmm. Bird's the word. So yeah. shout out to them, the boys. Sorry they couldn't make it. We'll probably do a Good Guys Bad Habits Part Two with the right. other two guys. Mm-hmm. Get y'all off here. Y'all done. Y'all good. Y'all. That's Man, fine, bro. don't be a hater. All your <laughs> yeah. I'm the number one hater. <laughs> So, as I said at the beginning of the episode, this is your boy Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yeah, your boy, right? Sam, appreciate y'all. And we are the roommates, dun, and we are dun, Good Guys, Bad Habits. Dun, and thank you guys for so much for checking us out, guys. Please make sure you dun, subscribe to Good Guys, dun, Bad Habits podcast. Make sure you rate and review dun, this episode. Share, dun, share, share. Comment, engage. We love you guys. Thank you so much for your support, and we're out of here. Bullet.